When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live on tape from the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York City, it's Stephen Welcome, one and all, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert. It is official. As of, as of 12.30 this afternoon, it is official. America's getting a new Juris Grande Supreme. That means he comes with a dollop of sour cream. Because this afternoon, we got a retirement announcement officially from Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer, seen here undressing your amicus briefs with his eyes. Today, President Biden invited the 83-year-old justice to the White House to announce his retirement. Of course, it was a particularly patriotic event because if you put their ages together, it adds up to 1776. (laughs) The president... (laughs) President Biden talked about his long history with Breyer. We were joking with one another when he walked in. Did we ever think that he would have served decades on the court and I'd be president of the United States when the day he came in and retired? I, uh, and he looked at it. Anyway, I won't tell you what he said. I'm joking. He hit, the, he hit the best part of every joke. Extra words, no energy, and explaining that it's a joke. I tell you, I tell you, your mom... I got a, I, uh, this fella here, I was saying to this fella, I was saying to this guy over here, I just said, your mom is so fat that she, uh, she went to church, and, uh, at the church, she was there for baptism, and, uh, and she was baptized, and, uh, it was at the church, and the church was SeaWorld, and, uh, anyway, I won't tell you what she said, I'm joking. Justice, uh, quality. Quality. Justice Breyer talked about how he and his wife paid his grandchildren to memorize one of Lincoln's greatest addresses. Joanna paid each of our grandchildren a certain amount of money to memorize the Gettysburg Address. And the, the reason, the reason that, that, that what we want them to pick up there and what I want those students to pick up, if I can remember the first two lines, is that four, four score and seven years ago, our fathers brought up... Uh, Created upon this uh, uh, here a new country. Four score, four score, and uh, seven uh, fathers ago, our uh, our uh, country did heed the call of nature, and the tree did fall in the woods, and and there was no one there to hear it. Wait, let me start over. Four score and twenty blackbirds baked in a pie. Joanna, where's my five bucks? Joanna. In fairness. Watch this. Watch this. 
in fairness, I think Justice Breyer was just doing his impression of how Lincoln would have given the speech after the play. <laughs> Breyer's retirement. <laughs> wow. 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 Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Historical figure. Breyer's retirement means Biden gets to appoint his replacement. At the retirement ceremony, Biden spelled out the exact qualities he's looking for in a candidate. The person I will nominate will be someone with extraordinary qualifications, character, experience, and integrity. And that person will be the first black woman ever nominated to the United States Supreme Court. That was a major campaign promise. Promises made. Promises kept. Now, here's the thing. That's exciting. That's exciting to hear. Thing is, Biden hasn't released any names yet, but they didn't stop Fox News from speculating yesterday. So this person has to be a woman, she has to be black, and she's got to be younger. Anybody thinking what I'm thinking? They don't know what to do with Kamala Harris in the White House right now. It's a possibility. I think she's at least on the short list. I think it's a theory that could be credible. Yes. According to theoretical sources, the name they yanked out of their keister could be credible. (laughs) Possibly. Let me clue you in, Fox News. Joe Biden is not nominating Kamala Harris. It's a 50-50 Senate, and she can't vote for herself. And I know what you're saying. Anything's possible. No, it isn't. There is no possible universe in which this happens. Thanos can snap that glove all he wants, but even the Infinity Stones could not put her on the court. Dr. Dr. Stephen Strange. Dr. Stephen Strange is like the multiverse contains an infinite number of timelines, but in all of them, you're an idiot. There are some names. This show is now in the MCU. This show is now in the MCU. There's some names out there that are possibilities, starting with U.S. Court of Appeals Judge Katanji Brown Jackson. Judge Jackson is a Harvard grad who clerked for Bayer and also replaced Merrick Garland on the D.C. Circuit. She made headlines in 2019 when she ruled against the previous administration and wrote, Presidents are not kings. <laughs> Boom. Though I can, it is easy to confuse our former president with royals. He's a racist who's been accused of sexual assault, and his kids seem pretty inbred. <laughs> another, another, a little, just a little inbred. Another possible pick is California Supreme Court Justice Leandra Kruger. Now, the California Supreme Court is exactly like the U.S. Supreme Court, except all of their opinions come with avocado. <laughs> it's delicious. Lime juice. Justice Kruger is a Yale Law School grad who is acting Solicitor General during the Obama administration and twice received the Attorney General's Award for Exceptional Service, the department's highest award for employee performance. Yes, even higher than the FBI's Clean Plate Club. (laughs) Another popular contender is South Carolina Federal District Court Judge J. Michelle Childs. I think she has a good chance because the J stands for justice. I'm sorry. I'm being told that J stands for Juliana, but uh, (laughs) still a lovely name. Whichever candidate Biden picks, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer predicted the confirmation process would take place swiftly and that a Biden nominee will be confirmed with all deliberate speed. And if Chuck Schumer is known for anything, it's lightning speed. (laughs) We 
are committed to confirming the president's nominee. But, but first... But first, who wants cheesecake? <laughs> the food of the rapid. Usain Bolt downs an entire juniors before he runs the 100. Here's some big news out of Disneyland. They're updating the look of one of their major characters because Minnie Mouse is ditching her iconic red dress for a pantsuit. Unfortunately, Donald Duck is still running around with his cloaca out. <laughs> Just waving in the wind. It's not right. It's not, it's not right. It's not right at all, John. Yeah. Shocking children see that. Yeah, that's right. Minnie's new look will debut in March at Disneyland Paris, which is just like regular Disneyland, only more existential. It is a small world, after all. And an indifferent universe. Oh, Pluto, look at what a mess you made. Leave it. Death waits for us all. <laughs> it's a... It's a fun little story. And... Uh-huh, uh-huh. And... <laughs> Thank you. And sing. Thank you. It's a fun little story. You don't have to be a desperate culture war troll to take issue with it, which is why Fox News took issue with it. They're trying to destroy fabrics of our society. It goes back to, like, when they did this to the M&Ms, and now they're making her more masculine. Yes, they're making Minnie too masculine. I think she should go all the way back to the original super feminine Minnie Mouse, smooshed pumpkin with a flower growing out of it. That's what I call hot stuff lady parts. In local news, a Kentucky meteorologist is going viral. See if you can spot why. It's 42 in Bedford. I just want to show you how cold this air is. It's 8 in Des Moines, Iowa. Wow. <laughs> did, did you just hear that? It's going to be 8 degrees in Des Moines. Oh, and also, yes, that man paused, pinned the camera, and passed gas that was evidently so powerful that it lifted him off the ground. <laughs> I'm not imagining that, right? He actually, it actually propelled him uh -huh. out of his floor shimes. The video has been crop dusting the internet ever since someone posted it on Twitter, and people are getting their jollies at this poor guy's expense. Ha ha, it is to laugh, but I'm not laughing. Everybody farts. And anyone who watches the news knows it's an unrelenting parade of dread. But this brave weatherman stepped forward to cut the tension and with the wind at his back, gave us all a breath of fresh air. Thank you, sir. He's not just the first... And he's not the first patriotic journalist who broke more than just news. Jim? And that's the way it is. Friday, March 6, 1981. This has been the CBS Evening News with Walter Cronkite. Anybody, that happened. That happened. That's archive footage. That, that happened. Anybody here have kids? If so, I hope they're asleep, because I'm about to show you a picture of Wisconsin senator and natural cave formed after millions of years of limestone erosion. 
Ron Johnson. This week, Senator Johnson gave an interview where he explained why he opposed the child care subsidy for working parents. People decide to have families and, and uh, become parents. Uh, that's something you know, they, they need to consider uh, when they make that choice. Uh, I've never really felt it was society's responsibility uh, to take care of other people's children. Yes, it's never been society's responsibility to take care of other people's children. That's why when a ship is sinking, everyone says, women and children first, unless they're not my kids. In that case, let's lash them together and make a raft. <laughs> okay, I gotta point out that children grow up to be people. And a recent study confirmed that cash aid to poor mothers increases brain activity in babies. Quick, someone send some money to Ron Johnson's mother and pray that it works retroactively. <laughs> Johnson. Johnson doubled down on his tough-on-baby stance yesterday, tweeting, the left wants the government to run the family. I believe the parents do. It's true. Just like it says in Ron Johnson's campaign theme song. I believe the children are a burden. Not my problem. I don't want to help. Let them fight like chickens in a big old ring. Give them a razor blade to cut their enemies. Let us put our money down on that little one. She looks scrappy. I decided long ago never to help with anyone's children. If they fail, if they succeed, depends upon their reaction speed. If kids need cash, they better win. Get low and aim for Timmy Shin. Because the greatest show of all is what we have tonight. My guests are Kate and Oliver Hudson. But when we come back, an update Late Show Pond Show listeners can get 20% off on all Late Show with Stephen Colbert merchandise on ParamountShop.com. That's 20% off at checkout on all Late Show shirts, mugs, accessories, and more with code TLS20 at ParamountShop.com. We got my little cards here. I'm going to be talking tonight to uh, Kate Hudson and her brother Oliver Hudson. They got a podcast called Sib Sibling Revelry. That's Sibling Revelry. They'll be out here to talk talk about uh, their lives and careers and their podcast. And who has a podcast, John? We, we do. Have we have a podcast, podcast right here. Yeah, the show has a podcast. Late Show, yes, Late Show Pod Show, available on Spotify. Ooh. I love going over there. I listen to Joe Rogan. Hear him sing some. Neil Young song sometimes. Uh, yeah. He's got a beautiful voice. Yeah, Yo, right. beautiful voice. Folks, uh, I've got uh, I've got some good news. There's bad news for Florida Congressman Matt Gates. <laughs> Seen here. <laughs> Seen here. Finding out his date is 30. Gates. 
Gates is being investigated by the federal government for both alleged sex trafficking and having sex with a minor. The investigation has been quiet for a little while, but it seems to be heating up again. So it's time for a Gatesgate update. Hey, do you know the address for Euphoria High School? Ever since the initial reports last spring, Gates has vehemently denied any accusations that he attended drug-fueled sex ragers where he paid underage girls for sex. But those denials were weakened recently by a confession from Gates's former wingman, Florida tax collector, and guy saying, it was weird. In my dream, she had only one big one. <laughs> Joel Greenberg. Greenberg is cooperating with federal prosecutors because he's not dumb. And as part of his plea agreement, he wrote a letter stating that on September 4th, 2017, he called Matt Gates with some bad news. A teenager both men had paid to have sex with was underage. Gates hasn't confirmed or denied the call ever happened, but turns out there's a witness. Friend of Joel Greenberg and man telling the HR rep that he will not attend the respectful workplace training, <laughs> Big Joe Ellicott. Big Joe just flipped on Gates and has reportedly told investigators that he can confirm the details of the call because he was in Greenberg's office when it took place. What masterminds! Admitting to their crimes in front of a witness. Hey, are you wearing a wire? No? Well, then record me with your phone. This is going to be good. I am so guilty. <laughs> Ellicott, Big Joe here, Ellicott had the access because he's Greenberg's longtime best friend as well as a former sports radio shock jock. And I'm being told we have a recording of the phone call. Dude, that girl we slept with, she's underage. No way. Yes way. This is all being recorded. No. Your life Come is going down. Ah, don't want to work. I want to rat on Matt Gates all day. Jail time. We'll be right back with some great news for anyone waiting for a COVID test. Hi, I'm Jordana Abraham. And I'm Dr. Naomi Bernstein. And we want to tell you about Calm the F*** Down, a guided meditation series from the Oversharing Podcast. This is something we've been planning for a long time. It's our most requested segment from the podcast. And these meditations are going to be between five and 10 minutes. They're going to be super quick because we don't have a lot of time. You're going to be so surprised how five to 10 minutes of really thoughtful meditations can transform your whole life. In addition to the first four meditations available at launch, we'll be doing two new meditations every single month. Plus, for the fans of Oversharing Podcast out there, you'll also get ad-free versions of every episode of the Oversharing Podcast. So if somebody wants to become a subscriber, how do they join? It's so easy. You just go to subscribe.betches.com and sign up now for only $4.99 a month. Or you can lock in our discounted rate if you sign up for the whole year. That's subscribe.betches.com. Or if you're in the Apple Podcasts app, you can just hit the subscribe button now and sign up in the app. It's as easy as that. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Folks, as, as y'all know, throughout the Omicron wave, at-home COVID tests have been in high demand. For the past month, stores just can't seem to keep them in stock due to everything from the supply chain crisis to labor shortages to Wild West-style train robberies. Well, okay, but at least those guys wear masks. And that's why last week the White House launched covidtest.gov so anyone can request free tests sent directly to their home. Though even then... 
they'll take up to 12 days to arrive. So for anyone who is watching this two weeks in the past, order your test now. <laughs> also, put $500 down on the 49ers over the Packers. <laughs> I've got a good feeling, and uh, you'll have a good feeling when Aaron Rodgers has his ass handed to him. <laughs> but don't worry. Don't worry, you don't have to just sit there anxiously waiting for an at-home test to become available, because I just saw an ad for a brand new test that you can take whenever you want. Jim? Anxious about the latest infection rates, but can't find a test anywhere? Then it's time you turn to OccupalMax, the only at-home COVID kit guaranteed to be available right now. Here's how it works. First, simply remove the swab and insert in your left nostril. Then rotate for 20 seconds. Next, insert the swab in the other nostril, and this time, rotate for, let's say, a minute? Actually, five minutes. You know what? Just spin that bad boy for as long as you want. Then leave the swab inserted so you can spin it more later. Next, take the other cotton swabs, place one in each ear, and you guessed it, spin them. Spin them faster. Faster! Is this doing anything? Not at all. OccuPal isn't like other COVID tests because it's not one. Instead, our pseudo-patented scientific-ish process is designed to keep you distracted until an actual test becomes available. And hey, at least you're confused now instead of anxious, right? Fair. Next, prepare the testing strip and apply three drops of setting solution. Then another drop. <laughs> then another drop. Oh, wait, did you wash your hands before you started? No. Oh, yeah. You have to wash your hands first or the whole thing is ruined. Guess you'll have to start over. Come on! Are we almost done? Absolutely. Just a few more steps. First, assemble the 1,200-piece scale model of the Titanic. Take a 28-hour nap. Spin twice counterclockwise. Complete the included LSAT training and pass the exam. Wait, I'm going to law school now? Yup. Pretty cool, huh? Will you just tell me if I have COVID? No way. Because OccuPal has 100% no results guarantee. This is a waste of time. Exactly. I want my money back. No problem. Just head to our website, answer our 43-question survey, get put on hold with our customer service bot, and... Oh, there are actual tests available. Thanks, OccuPal. You're welcome. OccuPal Max, the time-tested test to take up time till you test. Oh, and if you're wondering if you have Omicron, yeah, you do. Up next, Kate and Oliver Hudson. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free starting May 1st with a 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, my guests this evening are a brother and a sister. You know her from Almost Famous and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. You know him from Nashville and the new series, The Cleaning Lady. They're now co-hosting a podcast together called Sibling Revelry with Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Please welcome to The Late Show, What Are the Odds, Kate and Oliver Hudson. He dressed up for the occasion. He just, I literally he just was like, 
remembering she, what he drove over. I literally here. was like, she Oliver. gave me flack about my outfit. You look I, absolutely lovely. This is this is winter and this is the coming spring. Thank you for giving us hope. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, put it's late night. Put on a put Hey, on. I need to be me. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about the, the, the both of yous, because you have a great idea for a podcast. I, I don't know of another podcast that has uh, siblings. Yeah. And it's also dedicated to siblings? Like, you interview siblings? Is that the idea? What's yeah. the idea of the podcast? Well, we interview siblings. Uh, I mean, all, uh, it started with Oliver and I wanting to do something together, and then we just decided, you know, maybe we should do a podcast about siblings. And we she doesn't really... trust me as an actor to do some, something <laughs> in the movie world, so yeah. she's like, let's just do voice. a day job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a day right, job. Right. You have a face for radio. It's a better right. medium for him, you know? <laughs> so what are the sort of things you talk about? Like, like we, we, sibling rivalry? No, no. It's, it, well, we call it revelry because it's really about how we celebrate that relationship. And I don't think people really talk about the importance of it. And, and so that's really where it started. And it's a very dynamic relationship, one that is underexplored, I think. You yeah. Know? I think siblings are together more with each other than they are even with their parents. You yeah. know? Mm -hmm. They confide in each other, and then they hate each other, and Do then you they have confide secrets? in each other. I mean, you, you have some pretty, here, here you are as uh -oh. uh, just little shavers right there oh my with God. your mom. Goldie Hawn. Where, what is this picture? I don't know, coming back from <gasps> Europe, it looks like. Is that or... Carol? Oh my God. I don't, yeah, that's Carol. That's, <laughs> that's Carol. Carol. That's Carol. That's Carol, and here you are with your cool parents all grown up, right oh, there. God. What is there that? There you are, Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. That was at the Raising Helen premiere. There you go. <laughs> you, no, wow. you still have not seen that movie. Who's the, old, who's the older of the two? Oliver. I hey. can't believe you're asking me that question, but it's Oliver. <laughs> Everyone thinks that I am younger because she's more successful. You know? Oh. So they look at her and they say, oh my God, she's done these amazing things. And they look at me and they think that I'm the younger one because I'm just a little weird. And <laughs> were, you good, were you a good big brother? Did, were, you, were you nice to her? No, I was he not. He was not a nice was not brother. Nice. Oh, so you can well, confirm no, that. No, what did I he mean, do to you? I mean, I think my mom said it started when I, when I came home from the hospital when he was catapulting clementines into my crib. Mm -hmm. And she had to like remove him from my, the nursery. And, and then it just expanded like from there. <laughs> we are a product of, you know, I, I just did not like that someone was infringing upon my- I just stole your thunder. My, I just stole the thunder. There's a baby came in. Oliver was very happy and content with his mm -hmm. life. Sure. With mom. Mm -hmm. I came in and it was like, you know, it's a new little baby and a girl, which is a very no kind of different thing. No one wants to compete thing. for mom's no. attention. <laughs> By the way, nothing has changed. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then it just went, and then it just got worse and worse and worse. But you know what? I mean, the, the, the reality is, is that we have a very interesting dynamic. And Oliver and I had, uh, you know, a, a, an interesting upbringing. And no matter how much conflict there was, we were always so close. And then... It really kind of hit us when he went to college mm -hmm. and he was leaving. I mean, this is coming from like, you know, I mean, me like getting kicked out of his room. Every, I mean, I was just like, all I wanted was Oliver's attention. Mm -hmm. I could not give her any attention. I was dealing I, with my own emotional crisis of being <laughs> from a divorce. And I was like, please, <laughs> a divorced, <laughs> no, I, divorced I, family. Uh, yes. I didn't I, have the capacity to love her the way that she needed to be loved. It's Honestly, true. I didn't. It's true. She wanted my attention. I said, I need to focus on me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he went to college. 
and it was a disaster. We were both like very upset. And then he came back from college and the, and the whole thing flipped. Then I had all these cute girlfriends <laughs> and Oliver just wanted my attention and all my friends' attention. Well, when we were little, all the time. when we were little, she would be at my door, on my doorknob, waiting for me to come out because she just wanted to be a part of my world. Sure, of course. And it was like a horror film. I would open up the door <laughs> and, and she would be like, nying, 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 and it was like a knife. And I'm like, Ugh. I mean, it would be honestly like <laughs> freaky. Like, Kate, well, go back to your room. I was aggressive. I was a little aggressive. I, I you know, I, uh, he was all I had to play with at the time, you know? You didn't grow up in any old house, as, as I said. <laughs> here, here are the folks right here. What were they like as parents? Mm, okay. Amazing. Honestly, we have amazing Incredible. parents. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Look, the impression is, of course, we are from famous parents. That is the fact. Yeah. That is the fact. That is the fact. <laughs> it's not an impression. Not it an is illusion. a fact. Yes. But within the four walls, it was a very normal family. You know, yeah. I mean, I think because they came from where they came from, which was nothing, they understood that and wanted to instill, right. you know, those well, sort of values Well, they shared that value. They, they both had kids from other parents and, I mean, from other our parents, uh, and then they, you know, we became this melting pot of a family. Mm -hmm. And I think that it was so important that, and they knew that they had the same shared value of family being number one, that it became like their, their real, I mean, other than obviously balancing their own careers and stuff, but it became their life purpose was like, we will have the best family. More with Kate and Oliver Hudson after this. Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy. You guys both have kids of your own, right? Mm -hmm. What did you learn yeah. from your folks that you like use with your own kids, and what don't you do? Oh, good. Uh, okay, mm -hmm. you well, want to go first? Well, for me, it was about letting them fall down, letting them have their experiences, and not. This is what your folks yes, did with y'all. Yes, yes. Not overparenting. It's like right. didn't hover. We yeah. know. Hurt. We know that you are doing bad things, oh. but we're gonna let you do some bad things so you well, can. Only, how old? How old Oliver's are you talking? Well, I, I, like five I, I, or fifteen? No, well, both five and fifteen. My, for me, it was for me it was honestly sixteen. Actually, I have a bit of a, I have a, a story, right? So, I got my car at sixteen years old. There was this hairpin turn. It was a week into my <laughs> into my into my first my, my license, and I I overcorrected and I smashed into the curb. I went sideways, and so now I had to come up with a story. And I really thought about it. Okay, there's a one-way street <laughs> on Broadway in L.A., and a car moved into me, and I had to get out of the way. They knew I was not telling the truth. But you, but you took great but, effort. But, I, but, but exactly, to lie. but they appreciated. <laughs> they appreciated <laughs> that I came yeah. up with this story and really thought about it. So they yeah. gave me that credit, all the while knowing that I am absolutely full of. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. But I never got that privilege. Like I was the because I'm the middle child, right? So like, you know, Oliver was the my golden mom, child. My mom loves me the most. <laughs> Oliver. 
Trevor gets away with everything. Like, do you agree I was that, straight, do you agree that mom like, loves him more? Oh, well, love is a difficult, that, I wouldn't say love. No, I'm her favorite kid. But though. definitely the favorite. Okay. I mean, hands down. <laughs> that means and mom will be like, how could you say that? And I'm like, because all, all actions point to him. <laughs> wow. And no, you say wow so dramatically. It's not. Wow. No, it's, it's a sad story. Yeah, it is kind of sad. Don't cry. This is making me really sad, you guys. It's sad. No, you know. Did, we did have, your parents we, have a favorite? Actually, what? Did your parents have a me. favorite? It was yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. And you were the. You were the baby. I'm the, the baby, baby of 11. Well, of how could it be otherwise? I mean, the truth the is. baby of 11. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know how Oliver is still the favorite. It's just like, I just don't what do you understand. Mean, look at me, look what I'm wearing. <laughs> no, it may not last, it may not last, because I understand you've actually moved back home. Oh I my did. God. You moved, moved back, back home. home. Buddy, you have a TV show. I know. He says he's renovating his house. I, I, I question that. <laughs> I question. I am. Are you in the basement? Where are you? No, no I'm in a nice no. little room. The Very kids are nice there. Room. I'm renovating okay. my Mom home. Mom cooks for him every night. Seriously? Yeah. Mom cooks yeah. great breakfast in the morning. You yeah. know, it's great. And my kids get to Your school. Your mother cooks you breakfast yeah, in the morning? Yeah, biscuits and gravy. <laughs> You're... Wait, yeah. wait, but the irony of this, is it irony? Wait, maybe it's not ironic, but, but... <laughs> I'll tell you. Say it, and I'll You'll tell you tell if it's me. irony. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so I live seven blocks from my mother. Yeah? Um, Where? In the home that in the you home were brought home? In the home that I was brought home in. She's got mommy issues. So, the so your childhood home is where you I'm live. still looking to be the favorite child, but it's not working. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but I live, I live about seven blocks from, from my parents, at, bought the house I grew up in, and, and now my, our other brother lives Wyatt. like Wyatt, yeah, lives like seven blocks from me. Uh-huh. And Oliver has all kinds of places to be staying at with the kids. Right. Like, it would make more sense for actually Oliver and his wife and the kids to stay with me, because then the cousins could be together, but sure. but he chose mommy. Well, you're house. not you're not you're not making biscuits and gravy in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Do you let me ask you this? This is another sibling thing. Do you watch his show, The The Cleaning Lady? No. Wait. Just say no. I I, Just say I, no. I I did. I watched the it's first on Fox, one. I haven't. You don't know I haven't seen the second on. one. You haven't seen the second one. I haven't second seen the episode. second episode yet. I've watched. How many episodes so far? I watched the first Four. episode. It's very good. Thank you. How long I, are they? An hour. <laughs> can't take an hour. You can't spare. But I will. Hour. I'm gonna our let her off the hook here. Our family's kind of not like we. Yeah. We don't watch each other's stuff. We I really haven't don't. seen. I haven't seen maybe. I've seen a third of your movies. Or truth be told, you haven't seen any of that. I know, because uh, I get it. I, I know. know. <laughs> Wait, our, our family, our family, yeah. our family doesn't, I, it, I know the novelty's do. kind of like worn off. It's sort of like, you know, there's so much work that's being done in the, <laughs> right? You know what I admire most about the two of you is the honesty <laughs> with which you are treating each other right now. That is truly, that's truly Well, similar. we d definitely have good self-humor. Right. That's, that's the good news about our family. You've seen one movie but, of hers, you've seen them all. <laughs> <laughs> this has been The Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying The Late Show Poncho, leave us a five star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, 
liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. To serve others in ways that promote human flourishing and create a ripple effect of transformation for generations to come, find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.